Alberta, Alberta, Alberta. We're going to talk about the Alberta storage market and what's going on in it uh, in Q1 of 2019, but also just as a general overview. Um, I titled the article, The Good, the Bad, the Ugly, and, and I think that's very appropriate for what's going on in uh, the Alberta market right now. So um, here we go. Uh, the Alberta storage market uh, is kind of a tale of, of two different markets. Um, we have our major metropolitan centers, Edmonton and Calgary, and then the smaller centers uh, throughout the rest of the province. Um, I think we're going to start with the good um, and then move on to the bad and then the ugly. Uh, so the good, there, there is definitely some, some light in some of the Alberta storage market. We're seeing good absorption and good occupancies in some of the secondary and tertiary markets. Um, you know, areas that, that aren't as dependent on oil and gas, uh, such as Medicine Hat, or even though Medicine Hat does have large natural gas uh, exploration and, and, and industry, uh, and Lethbridge, um, these two markets really haven't seen the same type of turmoil and, uh, and issues that the larger metropolitan markets such as Calgary and Edmonton and then your secondary markets like Red Deer, Fort Mac have seen. Um, in fact, with work that I've done in in these markets, it seems that absorption is, is good. Um, occupancies are increasing, rates are at least stable, if not moving up, and, and everything's pretty positive in those areas. Um, you know, and, and at this point, good feasibility metrics and, and planning appropriately for expansion, all that is, is holding true. And and if you do your homework right and, and don't don't make any stupid decisions based on hope for the future, everything's going to be fine. Don't overbuild. Don't expect to get large price increases, but also understand that your occupancies are at least stable and, and probably moving up. Um, I have a few clients who are who are active in in the south of uh, Alberta and, and things are going quite well for them. Um, you know, having said that, don't all go rush in to try and build facilities here. Um, it's just the existing ones are actually doing quite well. So that's, that's good to see. Um, now we're going to go to the bad. Um, the recovery that we were seeing uh, in the past few years, and we were talking about a few times, is kind of stalled out in the major markets. Um, Edmonton's doing okay uh, with some, some facilities leasing at, at a good clip due to their location and new development, things like that. But we're seeing occupancies stable or falling off in other places. Uh, in addition, rates have slipped a bit in some of these areas, which is really unfortunate to see because when the economy does turn around, it's going to be a battle to get rates moving in the right direction. And we always tell people, you know, don't, don't cut your rates unless you absolutely have to offer incentives, but keep the rates at least at where they're at, but this isn't always possible, especially when you're looking at facilities in the 60% occupancy and you're just trying to fill lockers. Um, you know, we've seen some some new class A entrants in, into the Albert or the Edmonton market and and the leasing's going okay there, um, but it's happening at the detriment of the older class B facilities and not with the new, um, new residents moving in. It, it's sort of same number of people using storage, but they're shifting from one facility to another. Uh, just north of Edmonton in St. Albert, there's a brand new 
class A facility as well as a brand new class B facility that just opened. Class B facility uh, is winning on price and seems to be leasing at a decent clip. Um, they also didn't overbuild. I mean, I think they have room for 150,000 feet of storage and they built 40, um, which is, it's great to see people actually looking at the market and um, planning accordingly. I, mean, I, I say it's good they listened, but I was the one they listened to, so I was happy with that. Uh, the Class A facility, I don't have a lot of information on, but knowing what's going on in that market, that's going to be a long road for a 100,000 feet of rentable area and in the market. Now, St. Albert is significantly higher when it comes to income and homeownership and all that kind of stuff, so the, those metrics are great, but you're still competing with Edmonton in some senses. And then we look at uh, Calgary. We're still on the bad here. Um, Calgary has had the same type of issues. Um, you know, facilities have, have stopped leasing. Uh, facilities that were stabilized are now down to 70, 74% um, with rates that are falling as well. Uh, and this just has to do with a protracted uh, recovery in the economy. It's taken way longer than anyone expected. And that's due to a, a number of things. Uh, NDP government maybe not being the best for economic growth, even though they're spending a lot of money that they don't have. Um, the delays in Keystone XL and, and the questions around the Trans Mountain expansion is really hampering the oil prices, which has really put a, a big drag on um, the economy in Calgary. There's, you know, you look at the office space there and there's on paper, 25% vacancy, but realistically, if you count the shadow vacancy, you're probably closer to 40 um, with space that people just can't get rid of yet. And that's all really difficult to chew through and that's, that's dragging the economy down. Um, Calgary has the highest unemployment rate of any city in Canada right now. And, and all these things are just not great for storage, but anyone who's played in the Calgary market for more than 20 years understands that everything's cyclical and, and this will recover. I mean, condo sales are still booming in Calgary. Uh, the real estate on the residential side looks like it's recovered for the most part. Um, so it's just going to take some time for everything to chew through. And, and if you can get some pipelines built, that'll help for sure. Now in Calgary, there are some areas that are actually in need of storage. I've done some feasibility work in, in these areas and, and I'm not going to mention where they are because uh, that would not be fair to my clients and also you would get that information for free when they paid for it. But um, there are some areas that really, you know, could use storage due to uh, expansion of residential development um, and, and just the lack of storage in those general areas. And, and again, you know, feasibility is really important in, in those types of uh, plans because you have to make sure that you get your locker mix right, your prices right, your amount you're building correct and then the other thing I would just say, and, and this is an important one, is to make sure you really study that absorption analysis. I mean, I had someone come into a project I was working on who had no experience in the Alberta market, and I had planned a four to five year absorption for this and, and performed that out and did the discounted cash flow based on that, and the project still worked. And they came in and told uh, told the client that they'd lease 95,000 rentable feet of storage in 18 months. and and if someone says it's going to take longer, then they don't know what they're talking about. And you should do the project. Well, I'm going to tell you, no, no one's leasing 95,000 square feet in 18 months in Calgary, especially at market prices. Um, 
you know, and that could have been a real issue if they had decided to use that pro forma moving forward and, and hadn't planned appropriately for the capital reserves and, and thought that they'd have this thing buttoned up in 18 months and, and making money. Um, so, it, you know, it's really important to do your homework. Um, and now we're going to move on to the ugly. And the ugly consists of Red Deer and Fort McMurray. Fort McMurray, um, we're talking like 50% occupancy in the two facilities. You could probably combine them into one and everyone would be happy. And, and this is due to the fact that there's there's just 10,000 residents who are never moving back to Fort McMurray after the fires. Uh, houses for sale everywhere that have been rebuilt by the insurance companies. And there's just not the demand for workers and there's not the economic growth and, and activity happening in the Fort McMurray area there was five years ago. Um, you know, so this has caused occupancies to, to fall and, and there were two competitors, one being storage vault, one being real storage in, in Fort McMurray and they're competing with each other. And now, now it's wholly storage vaults problem after buying real storage. So it'll be very interesting to see how they, uh, they tackle that, whether they do decide to go down to one facility and maybe use the other one for, uh, industrial space or who, who knows there's a lot of different options but um if you were thinking about building in fort mcmurray let me just give you a bit of free advice don't do that at least not for the next decade um and then red deer wow um there were signs of life in red deer last year uh, i think at the october conference i had mentioned that everything was looking good up until july and then it sort of fell off a cliff uh this has continued with occupancy sliding into january i haven't had any updates since january it is almost the end of March, but I cannot see the uh, occupancies having increased all that much over winter, which are usually the uh, the worst months. So Red Deer is definitely an issue. Um, and, you know, there, there's Storage Vault now has essentially, I think, three or four facilities in Red Deer uh, with the purchase of the real storage portfolio. And, and that's going to be interesting to see how they try to get that market turned around now that they're essentially the market market leader, if not the market owner. Um, but again, if you were thinking about building in Red Deer, I would also probably take a take a pass or put a pause on the project, at least until we see some some better signs of life in the uh, in the economy and in, in the resource sector, because uh, Red Deer is very resource heavy and you know, a lot of the drill rigs and, and support stuff is, is out of Red Deer. So, you know, until that industry picks up, um, you're going to have issues in that market. And unfortunately, um, that industry will never be where it was 10 years ago. Everyone's had to get more efficient with their oil and gas exploration and everything like that. So you don't need the same number of uh, workers as you used to. And, and that's going to be a problem moving forward. Um, so, yeah, in, in summary, um, Alberta... There are good spots there. I have customers who are 85, 90% full in certain markets, and they've asked me not to share where those markets are. Um, you know, and, and others in the 80%, uh, new facilities absorbing very well uh, at rates that are, that are good. But we also have facilities that are 30% full and not leasing in the large markets or, or have gone from 60 down to 45% occupancies in, in markets like Red Deer and so it really is the good, the bad, the ugly, and, and you have to be very careful on, on where, what you're doing, where you're working, and, and that you've, you've researched appropriately. Even in Calgary, there are, like I said, there are places that can use more storage and are going to get more storage. 
there are also other other places in Calgary, sort of the Country Hills area, that I could not in good conscience let a client build something right now. And I've actually dissuaded a few of them because you have a brand new public storage and a brand new maple leaf storage uh, that are less than a year old and, you know, are starting their leasing. And, you know, we're talking north of 200,000 rentable feet, maybe closer to 250,000 rentable feet with two large players that aren't leasing that well right now. Uh, so putting another facility in there is probably not a great plan. If you have questions about the Alberta market, uh, specific submarkets, please reach out to me. I can help you out uh, with anything that I've done recently. Um, we are, like I said, I keep promising we're putting market area uh, packages together and we're, we're chewing through it. It's just a lot of work and I've been pulled all over the country and, and it's sort of a, a pet project rather than my bread and butter. So it gets backburnered whenever I get busy. Uh, anyway, stop. Thanks for stopping by. We're going to do another one of these on uh, Vancouver and then British Columbia as a whole uh, and then move across the country. So um, any questions, comments, concerns, funny stories, reach out to me. My email's at the bottom of the article and um, have a great day.